listener. Dozens of you asked, and we answered. This week on We Read It One Night, we're talking about Love on the Brain by our queen of STEM and fanfiction, Allie Hazelwood. This time, Allie hits us with an enemy to lovers couple so powerful, you'll find yourself wondering how the heck she's going to redeem this total asshole of a hero. There's plenty of cats, plenty of tangents, and just a hint of treason. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Leave us a rating and review, and enjoy the show. I have multiple things to talk about. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what some of them mean. No, okay, I, I do. I do remember. Okay, <laughs> for the bugs. I definitely told you this. The bugs. The bugs parallel universe theory. Right? Okay. So what if – this is just like a shower thought I had like a few weeks ago at this point. But what if like bugs – like I'm including – bugs broadly defined. (laughs) What does that mean? All right. So imagine the spider in the corner of your shower, right? Like he's spinning his web, right? But what if like in a parallel universe, like he's like a person like sitting at his desk working, right? And like same thing, like people, like you exist in a bug form somewhere. So like you smush the spider – you have a heart attack, like they that spider has a heart attack in another light, in another world. You know what I mean? Like, or like a praying mantis, like here it's eating a cricket, but like in another universe, it's like just eating chicken dinner at the table. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So my question is for clarity's purpose. I'm imagining two scenarios here. One, either you're if you're the bug, but also a person, like are you also seeing through the bug's eyes at the same time as you're seeing through the perfect yes. person? Yes. I mean, eyes? yes. I mean, obviously not. Or is like, it a aware? Like, are you are you like yeah? Are you aware? Or is no, it a obviously not. Like, or else we or else you'd be aware right now. Like obviously well, not. I, don't know. Or you'd I be thought aware. you were going to be like, oh, it explains sometimes when you have those like floaters in your eyes. That's your bug no. eyes. <laughs> no. See, I was imagining. I was like, or is it like in in the Percy Jackson I'm sure this is not exclusive to Percy Jackson but like how the Greek gods like they can be they can have multiple forms like in multiple Mm. places at once and they're all like no it's more like that I guess yeah I mean I guess yeah yeah it's like that so anyway be kind to bugs that's the moral of the story nice mug you could be killing someone's father (laughs) exactly no really like sudden like unexplainable deaths it's just like you've been stomped they're done you are the fruit flies in my very ineffective natural fl- fruit fly trap. Like, first of all, I hate the smell of vinegar. Like, my Did bathroom smells like ass. No, I added dish soap, which is what it says to do online. And I've literally had, like, multiple people firsthand account tell me that that works. I was told to, like, put, like, a cover with holes in it. I did catch one yeah, fruit wait. fly. What? You didn't put a cover with holes on it? What's the point of that? It keeps them inside. But they die. So that the that point of the dish die. soap and the vinegar was that they would die. Yeah, but they don't fall directly in sometimes. Sometimes they just crawl in. They sniff around. So this is to prevent them from getting out. Also, if you add a banana peel, it'll attract more of them. I'm not really interested in like playing around with this because I fall for this. Like I have fruit flies like maybe like once every like three to four years. And every time I fall for this bullshit and it's never worked once. Like I've tried – I definitely tried. Like I just remember all, over the years. Like it's a long enough time interval that I get tricked every time. And then as soon as I do it, like three days later, I'm like, wait, this doesn't fucking work. And my bathroom smells like ass. Like I hate the smell of vinegar. Oh. It's horrible. Um, But yeah. Um, Speaking of the cat scale um, – <laughs> I have a new theory yeah. for how to find a trustworthy car mechanic, like someone who will be like honest. You know, obviously like, you know, car mechanics are like a valuable service. Like they deserve to be paid. But like 
for me personally, like knowing nothing about cars, I feel like it's so easy for like the local pet boys to like completely lie to me. And that's definitely happened before, you know, and like just charge you at the wazoo. Uh But I had a great mechanic in Nashville and I, fingers crossed, found one here. And the way you tell is you go there and if there's at least like one stray cat and like ideally a litter of kittens – you know it's good. Like that, people listen. That's how you know, okay? I'm not – I don't make the rules. I, I'm just sharing them with you. Well, it's like how like dogs like have a good sense of like whether someone's good, you know, if animals don't like you. Oh, for sure. For sure. Red flag. Yes. So that is what you look for. You will go there. They will help you out and it will all be great. Speaking of uh, stray cats, there are quite a few stray cats in oh, today's book. Oh, my God. I cannot – like this cat, this book is just like – even like setting aside the plot, setting aside the romance, like put that all to one side. Just the sheer number of just like, I don't even know how to describe it, like personal memes, like things that to me are like, oh my God, like this is like my book that are in this book. <laughs> like just the number the number of cats, the number of fun facts, the fact that like every single location is everywhere that I've been forced to live. Um, like- <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not Baltimore. Not Baltimore. But that's, Yeah. That was like a detour though. So, you know, I did drive through Baltimore like a few, a week, a month ago. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, no, wonderful. The book is. The book is. is. Love on the Brain. Must be. It has some theme song. Love on the Brain. (laughs) By Allie Hazelwood. (laughs) Which you all, if you would like to know the power of listener suggestions, this was not just one listener suggestion. This was like 10 listener suggestions. Was it really? Like, I cannot describe to you the number of DMs and emails that we have received asking oh to do gosh. this book. And you know what? We were all, we were going to do this book, but it was originally scheduled for later in the year. No, so y'all are like, getting it early. It. Yeah. I know Rachel was willing, yeah. but I'm saying y'all are getting it early because of the listener suggestion. So I'm just saying like comrades, like mobilize, <laughs> you know, like gather together. <laughs> And, and submit your listeners suggestions if you really want a book to be done. That's, that's what happened here. Oh my god, the movement! It really is. Yeah, I really enjoyed this book the first time I read it, and then I was forced to reread it like a week after, which I normally would not do, but I still enjoyed it. I did not very much enjoy. It. So the first time, I actually you might you you will be shocked, but I did read it in hard copy <laughs> um, because we were at the airport and I saw it and I was like, you know, what? I'm fucking getting this because it's not coming off hold in the library for like three months. So I did read it with my eyeballs. Like it was that good. It's also like a very enjoyable shade of pink, the cover. So like it's a very aesthetically pleasing it book is. to carry around with you. It matches the love hypothesis. I like it. They yeah, the coordination. I really like that too. And But then I re-listened to it with the audiobook and like, I don't know. I think it's just probably because I did read it like with my eyeballs first. Like I had my own voices, but the audiobook narrator's voice was like really not it for me. No offense. Oh, interesting. I thought it was the same one. I could be wrong. I didn't verify this, but I thought it was the same one as the love hypothesis. Listen, it very well could be. The reason, no, but the reason I also struggled with audiobook, and I, listener, you will not be surprised. I only listened to this on audiobook. I struggled with this on audiobook and I don't know that I would recommend it on audiobook not necessarily because of the narrator but because I found it really difficult in places to discern between things that be our heroine because this is first person between things Mm. she was saying in her head and things she was saying out loud because some of the things she said out loud I was like surely no person would say this out loud and then it would be like I said so it was like and the audiobook narrator like didn't and it's hard when it's in first person but I felt like the audiobook narrator didn't do a great job like Mm. differentiating between thoughts versus 
speaking for B. Mm. I can't speak to that because I like did know what was actually in her head and what wasn't. It's not the same narrator as the love hypothesis. But again, I don't want to rag on her too much. Like there was nothing like inherently. I thought she was good. Like she She was was good. I think it was just like that the voices weren't like I already had voices in my head because I had read it myself. So like it just wasn't I mean, that's fair. Yeah. And I and it was and it was like so recent after I just read it, you know. So like I didn't mm-hmm. have time to like sort of forget. Another thing this book has, like weaving. So this book has like a lot. Okay. So I have a theory. This the first the first first chapter of this book was released like a year ago or something. And I read it. Like I did read it with my eyeballs. And it was a different first chapter than the current one. And I think so this book is like it has like a you've got mail type of like through line, right? Like that's like one of the drama. And I think that that was originally going to be like the main source of tension, like the main, you know what I mean? I, I don't even know if the Tim and everything, like if her ex-fiance, like if that existed as a source of drama or not originally. But the You've Got Mail thing was unfortunately like relegated a little bit, which was, I didn't, I wish it would like cause more tension. But there were like a few things that like seemed like they were building up to something and then just like didn't or like took like a complete left turn <laughs> into like yeah there were well <laughs> the ending of this book the is ending insane. is insane and and I have that, things it's, to say it, about like, that. it's great yeah. no but but no I agree there were I thought there were parts of it where there was like a through line throughout and I was like oh this yeah. is like really like well wrapped up right but then there were also parts of it where we were building up and then like we got a scene and then like and that was it like it was it was done for the rest yeah. of the book and it felt like it felt like like some things yeah. felt like they were just being like checked off a list like okay I wrapped mm. that up instead of like fully feeling immersed but I still really liked it I feel like that okay so the, I I'm interested to see because I I know what things like you're talking about and I don't think I agree with all of them but I want to see if you agree with the things that I felt that way about but like we'll get to it okay let's just like launch yeah. right in so another big through line in this book is Marie Curie like fun facts and like you know little <laughs> flashbacks um very they important. don't they are very important they don't always I don't I didn't always see the like connection to the plot but I enjoy them nevertheless like I was never like oh god another Marie Curie fun fact like you know, I know you a know lot about love Mary- fun facts. <laughs> I do I know a lot about Marie Curie I know a lot about La Llorona um famed Houston ghost I know a lot about blood and <laughs> eggs. But yeah, we'll launch right in. Um, did you know that Marie Curie was married in her lab gown? Yeah, fun fact. And <laughs> her love of her life, Pierre, was crushed by a horse cart and died like Yikes. three years after they got married. Uh, Something like that. That's what you get for marrying a Frenchman. Right. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And Marie's – but they, like it's Marie's own fault for like having such a French name, you know? Like her sisters – what were her sisters' names? Like Helena and like Bronislava. If she'd been Bronislava, <laughs> she never would have like gotten shot by a Frenchman. That's all I have to say. Like <laughs> she should have tapped that down. <laughs> and then so B is like waxing poetic about how no relationships wait, wait, we haven't even – we didn't even last. introduce. I know. I'm just saying she's lasting poetic about – how no relationships last. And she's like, sometimes people get their heads crushed by a horse cart. Sometimes they sleep with your best friend six months before the wedding and cause make you lose tons of cash and security deposit. And I was like, hmm, that's oddly specific. I wonder what the trauma in this book will oh, be. I knew. <laughs> um, Our heroine is B. Koningswasser. If you're wondering whether B stands for anything, um, it doesn't. doesn't. And I was waiting this whole book to find out what it stood for. And then, no, it doesn't. We literally in fact, we a get B. a whole explanation. She's named after a literal bee like the insect right. um and she has a t- identical twin sister who the audiobook narrator pronounces marika her last name has an umlaut and it wasn't pronounced so i have no I faith in this don't think it had an umlaut did it maybe it did i don't know on the a let maybe me look it up right let me look it up uh, you, you have a lot of confidence for someone who's apparently never seen these names written down 
Well, I've seen B's name written down because it's in the thing. Yes, her her last name has an umlaut, and it I was not pronounced. Use, I thought only U's had umlauts. No, a, a a. I know. U- I'm just trolling. I don't care to be honest. I don't know with you. that like, you I are literally people. do not care about the German name. In fact, I know like it's supposed to be her trauma that she's like moving around, but like every time she mentioned like, oh, I'm from everywhere. I'm from like I lived all these. I'm like like I know this is like the one situation where it's warranted, but it was really just giving like person who studied abroad in Europe and like spent a day in like twelve countries and like no. talks about it for the next five years. They are orphans. B is a researcher. She's a neuroscience gal, and she just got this like awesome grant whatever like there's awesome thing at nasa that she really wants to do to work on this project called blank which sounds like totally it's mind control basically like for astronauts yeah. for some reason like no no good reason but we go with it <laughs> yeah i have i have comments to say about <laughs> yeah, that. yeah yeah we'll get to that and she's like so she's so happy also b has like fun colored hair and piercings and she's like generally like edgy like looks wise but not at all personality wise <laughs> okay does Allie hazelwood run or not is she a runner? I don't know. Is she a vegan? Because <laughs> I have a lot of questions. A right. I have a lot of questions. So like in the love hypothesis, Olive and Adam were both runners like separately, but it was never like part of the plot. Here, these like, I'm going to do my couch to marathon, but then like literally can't run one minute, like one minute. She's like, I run one minute and then I'm hobbling. Like I'm literally limping. And I like I know people don't run, but like really one minute and then you're limping. Like maybe I can understand one minute and you're out of breath, but like one minute and your legs are like I just don't understand. Like I feel like that's, con- that's cause for concern. Is she at like that point. sprinting? Yeah, maybe. Like I get. Yeah, maybe she's okay. I guess yeah. People just don't know how to pace themselves. I guess that could be it. Right. I guess so. But even like twelve year old me, like I guess I that yeah that I don't yeah. I but anyway, she's yeah. Um, and then she comes home and she we have our first cat appearance. She bakes treats for elderly Phineas, the local cat next door. And we never see him again after this. I know. We don't Tragique. get an update on Phineas. What the fuck? There yeah. are a few things that we don't get an update on by the end of this book. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah no, she gets – she finds out she gets to lead – co-lead a project at NASA. But when she finds out, she's like, I have to, like, make sure that I'm quiet because my neighbor once filed – a noise complaint for listening to 90s female alt rock without headphones and i'm like i i'm gonna need more information here before i'm on your side b right because like how loud were you listening to this music because like like girl like in an office she's in like a cubicle it's not technically a cubicle it's like an office but it's like the walls are thin like No, no no i thought she was in her apartment no, this was at work because she like gets in the news at work and then she's like, I think she's like, oh, I'm screaming for joy, but I have to be quiet because like. Oh, I thought it was because she brought up Phineas and Phineas is definitely at her house. Mm. Anyway, regardless, I was like, I'm going to need more information. Also, like, are you talking, are we talking about like Gwen Stefani? Like, no doubt. Are we talking about like Alanis Morissette? <laughs> and we are talking about Alanis Morissette. It's like mentioned later. But mm. I was like, quite frankly, listen. I'm as big a fan of You Oughta Know as the next gal. (laughs) But if someone were blasting You Oughta Know loud enough that I could hear it through my walls, I also would be like, like, turn it the fuck down. Right. Like, it's not about what the song is. It's like, why are you imposing your song? Yeah. On me personally. But it's, yeah. And it's also, it's like different with music versus like talking. Cause like in college, right? I are in freshman year, like my neighbor was like always knocking on our door and telling us to be quiet. Right. 
And like sometimes it would be like midnight. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fair. Like my friends and I are all in the room. We're talking pretty loudly. I understand you want us to be quiet. But sometimes it's 4 p.m. I win the Hamilton lottery and I'm ex- being excited. And she knocks on the door and tells me to be quiet. And I was like, ma'am, <laughs> it's 4 p.m. in a college dorm. So like right. this is a very nuanced situation. It is. But over, yeah. I would say music. No. I know that my my roommate in Queens, she would always, anytime we had a party, she would always bake cookies for like our next door neighbor and the people that lived above us and below us and being like, we're having a party tonight. Here's some cookies <laughs> for the noise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, honestly, you got to butter people up. Yeah. Okay, so she's like celebrating the whole weekend and then, dun, 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 she finds out that she has a co-lead and it's Levi Ward. So, okay, so she knows Levi from grad school. They overlapped for one year when she was a first year and he was a fifth year, which already, like, if you don't see this coming, Levi is the love interest. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, surprise. Yeah. It's just, like, weird to me that they only overlap for a year and she's a first year because the whole thing is that, like, he, like, they were nemeses, but, like, not really because it was just, like, he one-sided hated her, like, or so everyone thought, you know? And I feel like that's not the definition of a nemesis. Like, if someone just doesn't like you, that's just, like... I don't it know. It just felt very like odd. A bully? I don't know. But also like the age difference. I don't know. Like I just and I just feel like in general, like why couldn't they overlap just, for like, longer? Creepy. Yeah. Like I forget what context I wrote this down in, but like at least like I remember when I was in grad school. Like if there's like a fifth year, like trying to get with at first year in general, like no, that's just like not like everyone's gonna roast that, you know? But yeah. I guess that's not what he's, like, actively trying to do. Right. He doesn't actually try to get with her. He, like, has a silent crush and on B her. And is like, well, that's fine. Like, he doesn't have to like me. But he did tell my fiancé, Tim, that he could do better than me, like, after he proposed. So, yeah. Okay. So her fiancé who cheated on her is named Tim. And the her best friend that slept with her fiancé is named Annie. But so about Tim, I, I have a question for you, Rachel, about the name Tim. So for me, the name Tim, even before reading this book, already had like, if I were to name a shitty ex-boyfriend, like if I were writing a book and I were to name a shitty ex-boyfriend, it would be Tim. I'm fairly certain that I have done that before. I have named him Tim. So it's interesting to me that A, Allie Hazelwood and I have that same like association. But now I would like to know like, do you also have that feeling towards the name Tim? Mm-hmm. Like, I ha- it's not like I've ever met a Tim who was, like, a jerk. Like, no. the Tims that I know are pretty neutral people. <laughs> I have, like, pretty even, like, positive-negative associations with the name Tim. It's a very, like, meh, like, just doesn't really do anything for me name. Just Tim. It's not a hero name. It's right, not a right. hero Definitely name. Definitely not. Which I feel like is what Tim is supposed to be, right? Like, by the end, like, we're not – he's not supposed to be, like, this big bad villain. He's just supposed to be, like, wow, this was an asshole loser like we're over it you know no he's certainly not the big bad no oh my god oh my god okay okay hard to top hard to top oh my god i felt like i was on cocaine i was coming back from my covid booster i I was coming back from my dual covid booster flu shot appointment listening to the end of this book and i was like am i high like am i having a negative reaction right (laughs) but like it simultaneously wasn't dramatic enough like i was expecting it to be dramatic in a totally different way but this was just like unhinged like i was (laughs) i'll tell you like i don't know what you was foreshadowed Right. It, it was, was foreshadowed. foreshadowed, but I was I was thinking that even more was foreshadowed. It's all I'll say for now. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
Okay. So okay. the other thing that Levi did was she overheard him talking. So they shared a PhD advisor and at one point – her name's Sam. She asked them to like do a project together. For some reason, even though again, Levi was a fifth year and B was a first year, which usually means you're like taking classes still, but whatever – and Levi was She's like, no. He's her best and like neuroscientist. Right. His first like, year. what? And Levi was like, no, I can't work with her. And Sam's like, what you said you would. And then like B walks out for some reason and overhears them talking or something. Like, and Levi's like, I can't work with her. And then she like leaves and halfway. Then she runs away. Huge theme. B loves to eavesdrop and half ass eavesdrop. Like, she loves yes. to just like break off and not she get gets the full called out for it. <laughs> right. As she should. Um, and B really wants a cat, but she like won't get one because like she doesn't want it to die. <laughs> She has permanent permanency issues. I relate to that so much, except that well, it's the same reason mom didn't want a cat because he was afraid of it dying. But for me, it's just like yeah. fear of commitment. It's less the dying. It's more the like, what if I regret this? <laughs> I need a cat to yeah. be foisted on me. Like if, if I was like foisted, if a cat was foisted on me, like I would be defied, I'm sure. Like same with like a child. Like if, if I like for some reason like had to take in like a child right now, I think I'd do great. However, I like they make the choice because then you can regret it. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's yeah. no choice. There's nothing to regret. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so the first third of this book was very Pride and Prejudicey. <laughs> like it very much tracked the plot yeah, of yeah, Pride yeah. and Prejudice, and I thought it was going to continue throughout the whole book. But it really, I mean, it did to the extent that like he's prideful and she's prejudiced, you know, like and there's like misunderstandings because of that. But like, so like one of the things that he said in grad school was like, she's like, yeah, he called me fugly, which is like not what happened. He just like someone was like, doesn't she look cute today? And he just like looked her up and down and right. didn't say anything. And I was like, is this? Is this a not handsome enough to tempt me moment? Yeah, like right. Allie Hazelwood, answer for yourself. And maybe this is just because I know that Allie Hazelwood is, is obsessed with Pride and Prejudice because yeah. she's always posting about it. But I was like, oh, for sure, this is this is a not handsome, like for it's sure, a, or or it's like the Lizzie, or it's like the like Darcy refusing, like Mister Mister what's his name, Sir whatever, Fitzwilliam. is like. Dance yeah. with Darcy. Dance with Elizabeth. Uh, oh my God. Um, the, Lucas. 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 Sir Lucas. Sir Lucas. Yeah. And then yeah. Darcy is like, meh, 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 meh. Yeah. 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 No, it I was totally like, was. What? It turns out to like not be, but it was. She, but she's okay. So I had a question for you that I forgot to write down, but I just remembered it. So, um, so she's like in that in that like flashback, she's like wearing like a dress from Target, and the Target dress mm -hmm. like reappears a lot. So like remember that. Mm -hmm. What? How was the Target dress described again? Oh, because for some reason, really I had it. Do, I had it in my head as like blue and and yellow, and yellow. stripes. Yes, polka and dots. I was picturing some heart. Wait, there was polka dots. Okay, it, it was either no, no, it was either polka dots or stripes. Because I was picturing some horrible, like sleeveless version. Or like no, tank top it, it sleeve version of yes. the of that the the blue and black or white and gold dress. Remember that oh, like internet debate? No, I'm picturing Long like Chevron is what I'm picturing. I was picturing that dress. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not cute the way it's described. It's it's really not. Which I don't want to say that because I bet Ellie Hazelwood like owns that dress. <laughs> like no, <offense. laughs> like I get it. You bought it like ten years it's ago. It's not like, my that's style. Fine. It's no, not no, my no. Style. It probably was my style at some point. It's, it's like you know. I'm just picturing like yeah, but it's fine. It's just like one of those you know. Yeah. Twelve dollars off the rack. The way she's describing Levi though, I I'm genuinely I cannot remember at all how she <laughs> describes. 
him, but I wrote like the way she's describing Levi is giving me very not like other boys vibes. Oh. And I was like, is this a new genre of character? And like that didn't turn out to be like you oh, know, I his character. But, it kind but of, I was yeah. like, I feel like at one point she says like Levi was not like other men. No, or no, no. She said like he was he wasn't like the other he was a man. He like he wasn't like the bo- other yeah. boys in the lab. Like Yeah. Like I was like No no no, but like but that's are like we a- getting a new is Ali Hazelwood creating a new character? <laughs> yeah, he's described as Adam, but like with green eyes. <laughs> like that's basically it physically Adam yeah. from the love hypothesis oh, and I think the, the also the reason she was like because he's like I guess like I don't know the the best shorthand I can come up with is like he's a prep in her mind like in grad school because she's like a guy like Levi wouldn't have found a girl with blue ombre hair and a septum piercing attractive anyway and that was when I had the thought where I was like really <laughs> <laughs> is that are we going there? Like, I mean, is that- what I thought, what I was picturing with that was like, he's like a fucking like Eagle Scout who like won't be alone with a woman. Like, sure. That's no, what I was thinking. Like, like, it was like specifically the blue ombre hair and the septum piercing. And I was like, that seems, I mean, I'm sure there are people who are like aren't attracted to that, but I was like, are, aren't. That aren't. Like, I'm sure aren't. that people that are like, I prefer people that don't have piercings and don't and have like natural colored hair. Like, I like I'm sure that those people exist and that's fine. But like, it just felt very like I was like, this feels a little ebony dementia raven way. <laughs> to me. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it was that much of a stretch. Not not. That's extreme. I'm exaggerating here, but I can't figure out a better way to like just like that's not I feel like that's not a stretch at all. Anyway, they're off to Houston. What? Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Before she, got, I forgot to bring this up when she, we talked about how she doesn't want to get a cat. She, like, if she got a cat, she would name the cat Meowry Curie. <laughs> yes, but then she doesn't. Oh my god, she doesn't. I was very upset. So but it's just like how I'm so upset that. Our mom would not, despite the fact that these cats eventually got foisted upon to me. So I feel like I should not, I say foisted, but like yeah, lovingly. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I, know. I feel like I should have been allowed to make, been the yes. sole decision maker in yes. naming these cats. But our mom like scammed us. Yeah. And then like we got the, the cats, it was going to be his cat. And then like a week later, Persephone and Cleopatra. Yeah, Persephone, Cleopatra, Jane Poston, Agatha Histie. Cindy Clawford. There's so many options, like in the world of like cat related. Like if we had gotten a boy cat, Chairman Meow, like it would have been amazing. But I was robbed. <laughs> so we got we got Evelyn Evie, and so I was like, well, I have to have a name that matches that. So we named the next cat Adelaide, mm-hmm. and we'd call her Addie. Evie and Addie, and they're getting along finally, right? Yeah, today they spent time on the same bed together willingly. <laughs> So very much progress. All right. She's off to Houston with her lab assistant, Rocio. Rocio. I don't – I still don't know Rocio. what the correct – Yeah, I know. Like, I know that that's how the audiobook narrator says it, right? But, like, again, why are we taking her word on that but not <laughs> literally anything else? It's it's Rocio in Spain, Spanish. Rocio, Latin American Spanish. R-O-C-I-O, dear listener. And – She's great. Um, she's like goth, manic, pixie, dream girl, full of fun facts. It's wonderful. Um, however, well, apparently, okay, here's the thing. Her part of her character is making up fake fun facts and like throwing in like real ones sometimes. But the first thing she says is like, did you know that armadillos can give you leprosy? Which isn't so much a fake fun fact as just like misinformation that some people believe. So I'm like, I don't know if Allie Hazelwood 
thinks this is true or not because like a lot of people believe that like uh, armadillos do carry like the same bacteria that can cause leprosy theoretically but like it's not in a form that's like transmissible to humans like there's not a single i don't think recorded case of a human getting leprosy from an armadillo right but like so the way it's presented is as if it's like real so like don't believe this armadillo slander that's all i have to say um <laughs> it's just like the fuck what was the animal that was blamed for covid the the pangolin like the yes, yes, hair. kind of like that. But you know what? You know what though? Because like because Ali Hazelwood does throw in the whole like oh sometimes she makes up fake ones. I think it's kind of smart. Like maybe it was on purpose. Like she's really just like covering all her ba- all her bases. Yeah, she's because, covering like, her ass. Right. Like right. Like if one of her five turns out to be wrong, it's just like oh well she just makes up fake ones. Ha ha ha. Like maybe this maybe this book got a legal read by like the publisher's lawyer and the publisher's lawyer by the like, leprous by the armadillo's lawyer by the armadillo council. <laughs> In this other dimension where we're all armadillo armadillos. Armadillo Council of America. Right. But it's like some people believe that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and she's yeah. also excited about La Llorona, who is a famed feminist ghost on the banks of Houston. Is she I feminist? guess. I don't, I don't know, know if she's feminist. She, she's not feminist at all. That's what I said. I was like, that seems like a bit of a stretch. Um, she apparently got mad at a man and drowned all her children as revenge. And then now, like, cries along the banks to lure more children to drown. And Rocio, Rocio wants to find her. We also find out on this plane ride that B runs an anonymous Twitter account. It's like really big, has almost a million followers on like academic over Twitter. Over a million followers. No, over a million, sorry. On academic Twitter, which if you're not aware is like a big thing for some reason. Like I don't know why, but like it, academics love Twitter. Like I personally will I not. Um, Twitter is like is like TikTok for old people, I guess. Like kind of. I don't know. They love it. They go wild know about that but so she runs that and it's like a secret like no one knows it's anonymous it's a marie curie Twitter. right it's at what would marie do right and she started it because after she taught like a class in grad school and decided to give her students like an anonymous survey to see how she did and got just like a bunch of like sexist inappropriate comments which is definitely a real thing like i remember my one of my law professors like telling us like she was like when I she she was like new to the school and she was like yeah my, at like don't she's like don't fucking write anything like that because like it's anonymous but like it's not anonymous if I don't want it to be like I will find out if you write something like that so like she's like that people did that yeah but shitty Tim and her other grad school friends who were all men convinced her not to report it yeah they were like you're making a big deal out of nothing she hasn't told like a single person about this twitter even her sister she's like you know she can blab which like fair but i find it interesting <laughs> she never told never told tim in like even though they dated for like four to five years after she made it so she has this internet friend his name's schmack schmackademics at schmackademics in a totally shocking turn of events that no one will see coming this is a you've got mail scenario this is levi obviously <laughs> Um, who could have predicted right and so they've been friends for years and she's like he also has like a similar following but he like tweets about like other academic shit and she's like his bio says he she was like i initially was a little distrustful of him because like his bio says he him and we all know how cis men on the internet can be and i was just like yeah but b like how do you know he's cis like i don't think cis means what you think it means in this context like right like just using he him pronouns does not right no it's an automatically right. But anyway, she's chatting with Schmack, and Schmack is like telling her about this like girl from his past who's back now, and she's <laughs> married. <laughs> and like, I forgot about the you've got male element, but like, this is definitely the main conflict. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Like I, the number of times when it's just like they and then they 
once again have a conversation in which he's like, yeah, this girl I've been in love with this whole time. And she's like, ah, oh, this jerk that I'm working I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is so dumb. They literally don't figure out until the so very, dumb. very end and of then, the book. And then it's, like, so anticlimactic. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's one of those things that I'm like, why was this not, like, it should have been more relevant, you know? It was kind of just like, oh, we've been talking, you know? Yeah, I feel- what it does, when she fi- when he figures out it's not, it's not like it's not really a big deal i think because he's been gone for her this whole time so like it's not going to change how he feels because like no yeah i know he's already top level right but for her i feel like at the end like when she figures it out is when she sort of like finally allows herself to admit oh that's true that's true that she's like she's like oh my god and the way that he talks about Mm. like who i thought was this random girl but like is actually me and he's felt this he has like these deep feelings and like wow like i would be a fool to let this go like all that stuff i'm gonna be honest the whole like Levi lurking in the corner for like literally seven years at this point is giving Severus Snape just a little bit like I'm gonna be honest I don't love it it's like very it's very it's it's a bit much um (laughs) yeah so he's talking about this girl and like how yeah whatever he's gone for her she's married well and like to be his credit like she knows that she's not married so like why would she ever think it's her you know And and Schmack never tells her that he knows the girl wasn't married B does yes. wear her grandmother's wedding ring, <laughs> like just for fun. On funsies. her left hand, right, right. Why? And her twin sister, Marika, who oh we didn't mention. So when we did, I guess kind of. We're, I'm just gonna say Marika, like I don't know, Rika, Rika, whatever. Rika, Riki, Riki, Rafiki. I don't know. Rafiki, Rafiki is like in Norway. She bops around. She's been like traveling since high school. Like she's one of those. She's teaching like the Norwegian brats German or something. She got the grandmother's engagement ring and B got the wedding ring, which like one of those is like a much better deal in my opinion, right? Like one of them, they they got the ones that match their styles. No, they didn't though. I feel like B's like like an engagement ring would not go with the sort of like soft core punk that B is like repping. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Now that we finally have introduced the twin, Rika, Rika, whatever, Marika. And B. And right B is just like literally B. It's like, I feel like I keep seeing TikToks or like, I don't know, just in general, like it's like there's the sibling that has the fun name and the sibling that has the boring name, right? Yeah. And like, so yeah, like facially, like I guess like in the US, like B is the boring name and Marika is the fun name, but they're both like weird in their own ways. And like plausibly in like the Flemish part of Belgium or wherever the fuck they were born, Marika is plausibly the normal name and B is the weird name because it's like an English animal. You know, like how do you say giraffe in German? Like imagine someone named that here, you know? <laughs> like how do you say, you know? It's like which one's the fun, which one's the boring? It's just that the styles don't match at all. Like that's what gets me. It's just like why would you do that? Like why? Why? Do you want to know how to say giraffe in German? How? Something ridiculous, isn't it? Giraffe. <laughs> it was still crazy in its, its own way. It's D giraffe. Oh my god. Giraffe. Still D-giraffe. insane in its own way. Indeed. <laughs> Truly. D giraffe. It's oh just god. giraffe, but with one F instead of two. You could have Rafi as a nickname. That's a great name. Um, as it were. Rafiki, Rafi. Rafi. Renesmee. Raptor. Renaissance. Yeah. Revolution Renaissance. comes around. <laughs> Revolution. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, be like, be like emails Levi and she's like, do you want to meet this weekend to discuss blank? 
And then he ignores her. And I'm like, yeah, because you fucking suggested this weekend. Like, no wonder he ignores you. Like, he's setting healthy boundaries. Like, girl, chill out. <laughs> like, they regularly are like, not yeah, why he actually, they work every weekend for some no, reason. No, no, no. Definitely yeah, not you, getting that's not, It turns out he hasn't been ignoring her. But yeah, so she rolls up like a day early and she's like, oh, I just like, I just want to look around. And the security guard is rightly like, no, bitch. Like, this is a fucking top secret security like facility how did you even get in here like what do you I mean know. <laughs> for real how did she get in there because when we so we went listener we okay, went yeah. oh yeah we didn't mention that we were literally going to houston while i was reading this the first yeah time. yeah we're we we're moving rachel into houston and we went our brother wants to be an engineer so we were like let's go visit nasa and so you can visit nasa and you can you know you can get a tour around like the campus and everything and you're there's in like your a little, little golf like car. theme park like visitors and center, there's like yeah. a little yeah and there's like a you know museum like exhibits and shit but it was so it was very hard for us to find the parking lot mm-hmm. for the for the tourist part of it. And we we tried to go in like 10 different entrances and they were all like secure entrances. Like you could not enter unless you were an actual NASA employee. So how did she get in? Unclear. <laughs> this is what Unclear. I would like to know. Well, she how also did she like, get in? Okay, she also like lives in NASA housing. Like they gave her housing. So maybe she's like somehow she can walk to work, right? Which like you've been there. Like it's Houston's not very walkable and especially in that area like it's very like wide open. It's not really like near a city live? block. Right. So like how does she walk? Maybe there's like special maybe there is like special like visiting researcher housing that's like closer or something. She's also like, I can't believe I'm gonna be seeing rockets on my way to work for the next three months. I feel like there were no rockets like outside, right? It's so weird for you reading this now after like there being was there. one rocket for sure. And there was the uh, there was the rocket near the tourist part. No, no, no. There was a rocket outside. There was the the giant ass rocket that we saw inside, but there was a rocket outside, and there was also the rocket that we went in. Oh yeah, that was. I thought that we only went in the plane. I don't know if we actually. No, went we, in the you could go in the plane and the rocket. Mm, okay, that's fair. like in the touristy part. Mm, okay, yeah, but it's still it implied that there would be like fields of rockets. And right, that is not the case. No, there are fields no. of cattle. There are like Highland cattle. She's, yeah, she's <laughs> also like, like yeah. So we well, no, they're not Highland cattle. They're Texas Longhorn cattle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also like, I wonder if my new office will have a window. I'm not used to natural light, and I'm like, girl, we've been in the engineering floor. There are no windows. I did grill the tour guide on why they torture people like that and she was like oh it's because of the storms which seems suspicious like Dirty. and i guess yeah but again just have like one way have one way like windows like i don't understand that's like just listen, it's just, just no there are no it's windows. just like for some reason they decided that people whose brains make serotonin from natural light are not allowed to be engineers like period because that's like what every engineering lab ever looks like like it's always there depressing are and windowless. windows but they're windows that lead to the walkway in which the tourists oh can my walk by God. and look down at you. Horrible, like literally dead ass. Like people, they were like having like a scheduling meeting, and I could see this guy's like fucking Excel like schedule. Like I just don't understand. Yeah. Like or like calendar app. Like what? Fresh hell, <laughs> and it's not even one way. Like they can see us. Like no yeah. wonder he was facing away from me because like that's probably the best case scenario is that I see his schedule instead Horrible. of like him seeing me his face. Like, oh my god, I just like would simply. Like, I don't. I just don't understand. Like yeah, I would perish. They're literally like yeah. animals in a zoo. They can goggle. Of course, we did go goggle. Like of course, but like I feel like that's not my problem. <laughs> that's like no, something for like- them to fix. It's very. It was very odd. I was like, "Why are you doing this?" Right. <laughs> um, it was very cool, though. I highly recommend visiting if you're in the Houston area. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, definitely something to do. It was raining and it was still fine. Like when we went on the car, it's still fun. Sit in the back and talk yeah. to the tour guide. 
You'll get more from it. Yeah, You'll get to like roast the other visitors. Like fun. establish yourself as like a rule follower and then you will get to like break more rules. Like don't be annoying basically. But so she can't get into like the security part. Even, I, this whole thing is a security part. So unclear. We will later le- learn there are like literally cameras in this entire building. So we meet Guy, okay? And Guy is like someone that she's been like corresponding with. He knows a lot about the project. And Allison, I want to ask you what was your first red flag with Guy? Like what was the thing that made you realize like – this is going to be a no for me. Okay. For all of us. All right. Well, so I just want to say that when guys introduced, my note was I'm going to be upset if he turns out to be like the dick from the love hypothesis. And spoiler alert, you know, he does, but like a million times in a totally different <laughs> way. And yet, like, yeah. Just like- <laughs> so he does. But so, Rachel, technically, my first red flag is the fact that his name is Guy. Mm. I just feel like I've never encountered a character whose name was Guy who like wasn't in some way like not great like I just feel like you can't be a good guy and have that name so okay you were still questioning at that point though what was the thing that made you be like for sure oh fuck what was I gonna say oh there was something it wasn't the thing that you that that was for you I totally forgot it was uh, I can say for 100% that it was when Levi that like Levi when he says that he failed his psychological portion mm. for the astronaut like guy wanted to be an astronaut but he failed oh, the psychological test okay. and I was like okay that's a red flag but it was definitely before that before yeah, that yeah, I was yeah, definitely fair, like yeah. but I okay. forget so with the astronaut psychological I didn't even really like pick up on the psychological exam part of it what picked up for me is that like guy was sort of like implying that he had been to space like B thought that oh, he had yeah. been to space. So like he was implying that to make himself seem cooler. And then it turns out that he never actually did. Like he was like technically on a mission, but like not in a rocket. Like in the control you know? room. Like right, right. Like still like working on it. But like he made it seem like – or like, you know, he let B assume that he was like in space in a suit. Okay. So the red flag for me – so Guy has kids, which like at first that made me think he was going to be like safe and cool because I was like, okay, he's married. Good. He has kids. Like we yeah, don't have to worry. Right. That's like a safety thing for me. But it turns out he's divorced and he's going to say – he doesn't say it now, but like the next interaction we have with him, he's going to be like, yeah, me and Levi babysit play dates sometimes. Like so he's saying he's babysitting his own kids and I was like, okay, like you're done. Like <laughs> you're done. <laughs> That's not going to fly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that he used the word babysit, but yeah. like, yeah, definitely a red flag. Right. So – watch out for guy we find out yeah we find out that b is vegan because guy asks like she's like oh i don't eat eggs and she's like i try hard to break the stereotypes that plague my people and not use the word vegan in the first three meetings which like i know that is a stereotype in my experience pretty accurate however if there were a word that meant like meat or animal product eater and you were forced to specify that like other people would definitely use that in their first three meetings too you know what i mean like it's not it doesn't seem fair you know you know what i'm saying like i understand what you're saying um my thing is is that like unless you're talking about food there's really no reason to bring it up Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like if you're talking with someone and food doesn't come up, like there's no right. reason. And even even in a lot of cases, if food does come up, there's really no reason to be like, but yeah. No, be, I know, you know what you're saying, except that I think even if – I think if there was like a word that you had to specify that you ate meat, that would still come up. Like the people who – you know what I mean? It would still – those people would still be like, I'm a meat eater. <laughs> like I don't know. A carnivore. <laughs> right. I'm a carnivore. Like right. Like if it, that wasn't the default in our – you know. So, okay, so Guy leaves her for one second, and she hears – what does she hear, Allison, down the hallway? Meow. 
Mow. Mow. I hated the way this audiobook. Oh, I didn't hear that because I I was reading it. I was rereading a physical copy until I got the audiobook like halfway through. Or like a little less the than meows happened. every time the audiobook narrator oh meowed. I was like, "What the fuck?" Is I don't this? think I ever heard her. Wow, incredible! <laughs> oh my god! Oh no, I'm sorry. That was an unfair roast of the audiobook narrator. I'm thinking of a different. The book I read right before this also involved a cat, a kitten, <laughs> and the meow in that was so annoying. It was like like a middle school actor like oh doing a meow. Like that's the best way I can describe it. it was horrible. This I don't think I had a problem with this audiobook narrator, so I apologize <laughs> to audiobook narrator. Like that, that was an unfair criticism of Aww. you. That your yeah. meows were fine, <laughs> um, and it is a beautiful young calico, but it doesn't look like our cat Evie, who is mostly black with like orange and white. This cat is mostly white with like orange and black on her ears, and I like how like we later find out that she's like like okay, we're later gonna see like like videotape footage of her and. B is like she definitely looks smaller than before so like I feel like that's to imply that's so like we're we the reader and B are like assured that she's a kitten so she's gonna like still have a lot of years ahead you know like a lot of years yeah so I feel like it's funny I think it's funny because that's like the same thing we were doing with Evie we were like oh did she grow like should we measure her like I think she's still a kitten (laughs) even though she was a mother like she had kittens but like that's possible when they're less than a year yeah. yeah, cats can have a kit can have kittens like starting at like four right. months or something. Yeah. Like, I just think it's funny that that was like part of it. It was like so many like I don't know like relevant things yeah. to our life. I did feel like it was a little bit of a false advertising in terms of NASA because like there were no stray cats in NASA. Oh, no. And I just feel led astray. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like that was a huge disappointment. Honestly, there might have been outside. Like who's to say? It was raining. They're probably like hiding. You know. Well, that's true. This cat is inside the building the whole right? time. Like so. lives in the vents, like very unclear where she came from, yeah, where she How did go. the cat get there? Right. <laughs> and so like what happens, she went. Yeah. what happens every time we see this cat is that B starts making cat puns. Like I can't – I should I should have written some of them down. She's like, my jokes are hysterical. And then the cat gets offended and like walks away. And in this <laughs> – right, do you remember any of the cat puns? No, I didn't even notice that. She – oh, really? No. Maybe the audiobook narrator didn't like emphasize it. I don't know. But no, it's like, written down. Now that you say that, maybe she did. Right. She's like, what a perfect kitten you are. You yeah. don't like my joke? It was hysterical. Uh, it was, <laughs> You're such a sweet girl. Aren't you the most perfect little baby? I feel I feel so fortunate to have met you. Come on. I was just kitten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the cat jumps on the precarious stack of equipment, which is indeed precarious, and starts tumbling down before who comes around the corner? Edward Cullen slams into her from a direction she wasn't expecting. Yes, I was going to say, I literally wrote, is this science, Edward and Bella? <laughs> yes, and we never get an explanation. She's like, how did he get there so fast? We never get an explanation. I feel like now He's that I'm thinking fast. about it, no, the solution is that he was just literally lurking around the corner, stalking her this whole time, <laughs> as he's been doing for seven years. He was hiding behind like he, the he thing of equipment. The walls. He has like, you know, in the Pink Panther at the end when they're like blending in with the curtains and they have those like costumes. <laughs> they, like, you know what I mean? Pink Panther with, yeah, with Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yes, like, that was him. They blend in with he's like on the ceiling. Yeah. He's like holding on to the oh ceiling. Oh my God. With, like, he does rock special, climb. Like, grippies he that he like invented himself. To avoid the head smashing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, he like saves her and she all she hears is horrified screaming, another very twilight thing, and a shrill meow somewhere in the distance. <laughs> 
but this man he like he he pushes her against the wall and then he like immediately like checks her for injuries and he's like oh my god is she She's hurt like, and then green eyes what yes we get a very like tense me to the Edward, wall. it's edward and yeah bella. it's edward and, and bella car crash scene but like much more sexually that. charged in my opinion oh it's so like if 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 stephanie meyer hadn't been a coward this right. is what the, the right. edward and bella car crash scene would have mm-hmm. been and then and then be faints she swoons yeah because that's just like what she does and <sighs> yeah apparently she faints all the time and she's like yeah i've been to you know doctors and they just can't figure out what's wrong with me and i'm like ma'am this is dangerous like what right. if you're driving and then you right. just, like you're like oh, she's like oh i have like messed up i have like messed up blood pressure i was like there are blood pressure like like girl you need to get this figured out because this is a very dangerous like right. what if you're like at the fucking grand canyon and then you like you ha- she has a fear of heights she looks down at the grand canyon she fucking passes out falls right like, that's no, a good point this is not explained like i was like you need to undergo some serious testing i mean it sounds like she has but like yeah how is she allowed to drive because it sounds just as dangerous as like yeah because like if you have yeah, she's like narcolepsy seizures. like what right, is it like right. does she like need a dog does she need like an alert, a service right. dog? That no, it will, really like, does. Her? No, now that you just said that, it really does sound like narcolepsy. Like that's exactly narcolepsy. Well, that's what I wrote. <laughs> right? I was like, is, is it going to be like revealed that she is narcolepsy? No. no, no, but that is what narcolepsy. It's literally when you're scared or like excited or something. Yeah, yeah, that's like, or sometimes for some people, it's like when whenever you have a strong emotional reaction, that's yeah. literally what, and it that's is, basically like. what happens, right? Yeah, I don't know why I didn't put that together. I just accepted it for some reason. I was like, okay, like that's I fine. Was so we- I was like, I also expected fuck? it to matter for something, and it just doesn't. Right, that's it another just, thing it, where it matters like, so that Levi can constantly carry her, like a right. swooning damsel. That's why it matters. Right, but he could. Yeah, yeah, I, I like, I swore, and I thought, you know, later on, there's like a little, there's like a little kid character who's like introduced that has epilepsy, right. and so I was like, oh, like maybe this will help B, like figure out what her weird medical condition. No, <laughs> no, I really didn't even think of it because, like, whatever. Like, I guess it's your own personal safety, but it's like I didn't even think of the element of like, you, what if you're operating heavy machinery and putting everyone no, else at risk? Yeah. Like, what? She's fucking operates like she's she's doing like brain stimulation. What if she like right. sees a spider and fucking passes out when someone's like oh, hooked right, up to her brain? Right. That, like, yeah, like what? This is very the dangerous. brain thing is just very dangerous in general. Like that brain thing is yes. whack. There's no way that's a real thing. I have things to say. We got. Yeah, I we'll also have to say further to my theory that like that we got male plot was the original like main drama of this book like i just remember like the original first chapter was this rescue scene i'm pretty sure but like there was also like a random girl from grad school that she ran into but definitely or like someone that she just met like some friend but like there, there was no mention of like the annie i wonder if i can find it i'd be interested to see like how much it's changed I mean, it makes sense that it would like if it if it was published a year out, like she oh, hasn't sure, even finished sure. writing. I'm just curious. The book yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because there. So there was a whole discussion. There was like a whole, you know, Twitter controversy. TM. And it turned out to be about Allie, about this book and Allie Hazelwood. But like, it took me a very long time to figure that out because no one was naming names. It was like all <laughs> these like vague subtweets. I was like, what is going on? But it was basically like she said in some interview where she was like, basically like her agent like gave her a bunch of tropes, was like feeding her tropes, and then like she wrote the book. So people were like, ah, oh, like, you know, like all these struggling authors, and then like you have this author who like is just getting fed tropes by her agent and writing the book. And 
yeah, everyone was making a big stink about it, but I feel like that makes sense. Like if she was if she was being feeding like if she was like being given tropes to do i feel like the agent was like how about like a you've got mail kind of thing and mm. then like that makes sense in an early version and i want to emphasize that i'm not one of the people who's criticizing because i'm like so what like that's right. where you're fucking frankly y'all like right. as somebody who works in publishing that's what your fucking agent and editor to. are right. there for i can't especially for a second book when i'm doing a second book with, a, with an author like i'm on a call with them and i'm like okay right. what's your second book gonna be and, yeah. and that's not even like a criticism of them like that's what your fucking agent editor are there for. Right. If they're not doing that for you. They're not doing their jobs. <laughs> yeah. No, it's giving Obama teleprompter, like, quote unquote, scandal. Like, that's what it's giving for me. Like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if anyone else. I, th- why is this the second time I've, like, yeah, thought of this in two no, days? I, I don't know. If I, I, yeah. Circa, like, 2008. This probably was not a drama for the majority of the country. But for our corner of, like, talk radio insanity that our dad listened to – I guess, like, President Obama was giving a speech and, like, the teleprompter glitched so he, like, didn't know what to say next. And, like, me, an impressionable eighth grader, like, I believed it because they were like, well, he's in such an idiot. Like, and look, he, they made it seem like he was, like, caught out, like, as if everyone in the world, like, wrote their own speeches and he was, like, caught out that he, like, d- didn't, like, I guess, write his own speech and memorize it. And, like, then I didn't think about it for, like, years. And then years later, like, for some reason, I was like, wait a second literally no one writes their own speeches or memorizes them like this is totally normal there's like, a whole what? fucking like industry of like where's speech your write- career like, yeah. to be a speech writer <laughs> it doesn't right, make no, any and, sense but what i realized is that like i i just feel like every important person in the entire world is just writing is just giving speeches written by like 26 year olds with no guidance whatsoever i was oh, talking about this sure. today with like no because now that i real like yeah no i it's just like yeah i don't know i mean but even with the ali hazelwood thing like like she still wrote it she still wrote this book and it's a good book like at the end of the day like i can sit down and be like i want to write an enemies to lovers with only one bed and with like x and x microtropes but like you still have to write it (laughs) and like the same person can take the same 20 tropes and put them in a book and like they're gonna turn out wildly different like Mm -hmm. what (laughs) like welcome to the romance genre my dude it's like all fucking tropes no but even like taking it to the extreme of like you literally didn't write the book but you're still using your name to sell isn't that what ghostwriting is and like no one's we've all collectively decided that we don't have a problem with that and i always thought that was weird like i don't know i'm not gonna like get on my high horse about it i always thought it was weird but like everyone's okay with that so like why are you i just don't understand there's a whole industry and no one's like mad about that no one's like oh my god yeah moving on it is the first day and B is so excited. Wait, wait. What? We didn't finish the swoon scene. So after oh, they okay. have their like eye contact thing, then she faints. He like carries her like a damsel to the couch <laughs> and he's like yelling at the person who like left the wobbly equipment because obviously he's like very upset because she could have been hurt. Yeah. And then and then that's it. Just just no. Yeah, and then like, this, I must is, have this is the time when she- yeah, she's like, I must have elucidated. And then she proceeds to go down the list of, like, all the, like, shitty things that he did to her. And right. He's like, one time, like, he, like, left a poker game because someone dealed me in and, like, right. you know, all of that. Right. He's like, he one time he stood for, like, an entire lab meeting rather than take the one empty seat next to me, which is, like, bold. My shoulders hurt just thinking about that. I don't know if anyone else gets stiff shoulders from, like, standing for too long or, like, walking oh, no. in a weird position. My lower back hurts, but my lower back hurts just kind of hurts all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do some course. I need to fix my posture. Anyway, <laughs> Hot yoga. it's her first day. It's her first day. She's so excited. And she gets there. We learned from Rocio that 
well, I I think everyone knew this, but in France, the guillotine was used as recently as 1977. Frankly, I thought yeah. they were still using it. So <laughs> they get there. Rocio has a morning greeting. It's like the guillotine is, was used in France in 1977. And they're going to get tour from Guy the Guy Guy, but none of their equipment is there. Like he's just taking them to like all the things and he's like, oh, and like here's an empty room and here's an empty room and here's an empty room and here's your office you have to share. Your one computer for you guys to share will be coming. And they're like, we need like eight computers. And yeah. then and then second guy red flag. Actually, this might be the first red flag because I don't think we've heard the babysitting anything yet technically. Uh, Rocio is like, at least get us an abacus if you can't get us a computer. And guy like doesn't get it. He's just like, what's an abacus? How are you a STEM person if you don't know what an abacus right? is? Right. Or just like, why aren't you just like pretending to laugh anyway? Like pretend to find me funny. Like that's all I ask. You know, I should have to understand. <laughs> it can go I over ask. your head. It can go over your head. Just like But laugh. just laugh along. Just right. Like- <laughs> right. Yeah. And then they go see the special helmet. So the Blink Project, okay. It's like, it's, I, you, okay, I said, the first time I read this, I was like, Allison, this is whack. Like either Ali Hazelwood, Ali Hazelwood I think is a neuroscientist, so she knows about it. But I was like, either that or like she's just completely making this up. And you were like, well, she's a neuroscientist. Like she probably knows more than you do, Rachel. But like, no, this is just like whack. It's just like a no, helmet I, they here's can my stimulate thing. pieces of your brain and make you do shit. Like forget how to sing no, no, on like command. No, make it better. <laughs> no, well, that's the goal, like, but that's not any of the experiments we see. No, here's my thing. I know, but that's here's stupid. My it's thing. so stupid. It's like here's to reduce the thing. attention. It's I don't know. whack. It sounds sci-fi-y. I believe that it exists or that the technology like even if they're not specifically doing this I believe that Allie Hazelwood is basing this all off on things that are scientifically possible because I definitely remember there being like talking about experiments where like yeah if you stimulate this part of the brain the person is more of this like and this is like Mm, like oh if you stimulate Broca's area he like forgets the lyrics to songs and then like the other stuff is like if you stimulate this he has more concentration like that's just stupid. That all sounds like things that could be possible, but also very dangerous in the wrong hands. Really <laughs> stupid. Yes. And the whole time, okay, they're going to be up on their high horse about like how the wrong oh people can't develop this because they'll sell it to a militia. And I'm like, you realize like with NASA, they don't even have to find a buyer. Like they're making it in-house. Like, we will be killing people with this. Like I don't know what, yeah, yeah. I don't know what like, planet we're like, living oh, on. It's to help like astronauts have better concentration so they don't make like dangerous mistakes in space. And I'm like, cool, good. But then yeah, later on she's like, oh, like, cause there's this other company that's also doing yeah. it that we find out. And she's like, oh, but they're just going to sell it to the high bitter like humans don't need like more ways to get better at killing each other and I'm like my dude my my dude dude, do you understand the number of NASA inventions like the U.S. military owes directly by like for sure like the U.S. military owes so much to the U.S. To military the fucking is probably like somehow NASA. NASA's number one funder. Like if it's not no, Elon Musk, like, it's, the U- it's the U.S. military. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. That's and where it we're was at. Like, I was like, what? Like we're really good at where you're really going to get on your high – like you're still working for a U.S. government agency and a lot of NASA people are like former Air Force pilots and like you know what I mean? Like there's a right. there's a lot of ex military people who become astronauts. Right. Well, Levi's like military obsessed family is like it'd be good enough if you could at least be an astronaut. So like they consider yeah. it right. They consider but it. That was like I was thinking when they were like, yeah, Levi's family like hates him. It's a very hating game situation. Anyway, but 
But I was thinking, I was like, technically, I was like, if you want to talk about usefulness to the U.S. armed forces, Levi probably has them all beat, like, in terms of what he's done. Because he worked at JPL, and now he works at NASA. Like, I was like, he's absolutely, like, on the front lines of, like, fucking stuff that's used for drone tech. Like, don't tell me. (laughs) You know? Right. Like, I but just yeah, this whole book just refused to acknowledge that NASA so is a fucking weird. U.S. government agency and a lot of its technology is also used for killing people. Right. Like, like, it's like, not it doesn't just even matter. Space. It wouldn't, frankly, wouldn't even matter if NASA was or was not like closely, you know, it doesn't even matter if they're actually closely related to the military. Whatever any agency makes, I feel like will definitely, if it's useful to the yeah. military, the military will be. Get, yeah, like, they will get their grubby mitts on it one way or another. <laughs> like, yeah, frankly, there's, no there's way. Like, no, it's probably a direct pipeline. But anyway, she's like immediately finding. She's like, oh well, the holes are in the wrong place in the helmet. Blah blah blah. And like, someone's like, oh well, that's like not the original part. Like Levi, whatever. And she's like, well, like I bet Levi. Doctor Ward probably doesn't know anything about the angular gyrus. Like whatever. Like sick burn. Okay. As Levi walks in behind her. So she, of course, like, he's says standing it. behind her. Right. Naturally, yeah. <laughs> and then they all go off to have like a meeting and donuts. And Guy is like, oh, there's one vegan donut. It's that blue one in the corner. And she's like, oh, good. Vegan donut for me. And then Levi takes it. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, what an asshole. He takes my vegan donut. But like thinking back. So like Levi's spoiler alert like Levi's vegan it was his donut so she would have been taking his but like why would be think like I guy was definitely just like trying to stir the pot there you know for sure oh, well, that's what I, that's right, what I right. just had the thought I was like well <laughs> because we learned up. later on that like yeah. guy was trying to create tension between them right. like do you think he said that for because sure. like, she had just for sure that, yeah Right. And I guess like Guy could have like passed on the fact that he was vegan and got her the donut. But like it's bold of her to assume like, oh, there's one vegan donut. It's for me. Like it's for me. Yeah. They got it for me. I mean, she is the co-lead. It's weird. Like I don't really – I think lead mean, must mean something different in like science academia. Because like for me, like she's not really in charge. <laughs> like it doesn't seem like she's in charge. No. She's like more yeah. of a consultant than like actual leader. Yeah, she's in charge of, like, the neuroscience division, but it's literally just her and Rocio. And, like, he's in charge of, like, engineering. But they have a full conversation in where, which, like, right. it's made very clear where where, she, where she's technically also in charge of, like, right. engineering. Like, the engineers are supposed to For listen sure. to her. And, like, obviously there's a lot of, like, women in science, sexism, misogyny, like, stuff in the air. Right. But, I, yeah, I never got the sense. I was like, you don't feel like you're leading this no. project. Like, you're, you don't even feel like you're making an effort to lead this project. You know what I mean? It's not like she's trying to and being shot down. Right, like for a second, I was gonna say like maybe lead just means like lead author on the paper or something, but no, she definitely is also like oh I'm in charge, but like yeah, but it also does seem just weird to have someone like coming in from outside when like this is an established working group and like he's essentially their boss to then have like oh you have another yeah. boss just for three months you have another boss like here you go yeah you know it does seem kind of like a big ask, but whatever did we say that she works for the NA NIH oh yeah she works for the National Institutes of Health yeah so she's so it's like collaboration yeah it's supposed to be a NASA NIH collaboration. Then they all – they do an icebreaker. They all say their yeah. favorite movie. Levi's. And grr, his Feels movie. His favorite his movie. His favorite movie is also The Empire Strikes Back. Right. <laughs> and she also – she has this whole thing about how – so the only women in the room of this like – I don't know. It's like I'm assuming it's like 20 people or something. It's her and Rocio and then this girl Kaylee who – Yes. Who's Elwood. She's Elwood. She's yes. science Elwood. Yes. B talks about how her best grad school friend Annie had this like scheme schemata of like – 
there's a cock cluster, there's a worst fest, whatever, like depending on like how many men to women ratio, you know? Yeah. But the, so the moment, like after this meeting, like, so the moment Kaylee and Rocio interact, <laughs> it immediately, I was like, as soon as like the goth and the perky blonde, like have, they have like tension. Yeah. And I was just like, gay? Lesbians? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tension? And mm-hmm. I was like, this is currently the only thing I care about. Because at this point, I really didn't like Levi. Because mm-hmm. I was like, how is he not going right. to be an asshole here? Like, right. Kaylee's like, oh, we're both left-handed. And Rocio's like, left-handed people are more prone to migraines, allergies, sleep deprivation, alcoholism. <laughs> I wonder if that's true. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, um, I didn't question that. I kind of took that as that. I was like, <laughs> is oh, that one of the real ones? Again, she's covered her bases. I was like, Impressive. was I – again, I learned to write in Catholic school. So, like, there's there's been mm-hmm. several points in my life where I'm like, am I actually left-handed? Yeah. Like, and I get migraines sure. and I, like, I have depression <laughs> – and I do things with my left hand. Like I I swing a baseball bat and swing a golf club and like do certain things with my left hand. I like the way a lefty would. So like did the nuns be this is Sister Patricia? No. Is her okay. reign of terror even more than I remember it being? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So can I just say – so Rocio is in a relationship this whole time. She has a boyfriend that she, like, left behind in Maryland, whatever. And this is not going to be the second time because remember that Schmack is also, like, in love with a married woman. And uh-huh. B is, like, totally cool with this. Like, she has no problem – when she thinks both of these people are cheating, she's like, oh, well, I wouldn't want them to think I'm judging them for cheating. And I'm like, this just doesn't really track with your whole, like, yeah. trust issues. I was cheated on. Like, it's just weird – it just seems out of character for her not to at least be like, hey, Rosie. Because she – I mean, she doesn't think Schmack's going to do anything. So, like, there's no reason, you know. But yeah. even the fact that she has the thought to be like, hey, Rocio, like, it would be probably cooler if you told – you broke up with Alex, like, before, you know. Like, that would be the cool thing to do. Just a tip. Or, like – or at least, like, to think, like, I don't know. It's just weird. I – no. I See, I agree with you that it would be out of character. But I do explicitly remember that when she, like – when Kaylee and Rocio officially get together. First of all, I just want to say that I totally forgot Rocio had a boyfriend this whole time. So like that was not even front of mind. But when B says it, and spoiler alert, it turns out that she like broke up with her boyfriend before anything happened. No, not before, after. No, before they started hooking up. But when when B like has a thought, she's like, oh, they're probably like polyamorous. (laughs) She's like, maybe they're poly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But see, and I wouldn't have thought anything of that if it wasn't for like the schmack thing where she explicitly has the thought like, oh, I wouldn't want him to think I'm judging him for taking up with a married woman. (laughs) Like, And so, okay, so the meeting's over. She goes to try to like catch Levi. And he's like trying to get away, and she grabs him, and she's like, "Oh, run!" <laughs> he reminds like, me, dun, 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 yeah, run. He, he reminds me of an inmate getting caught by the prison guards, like two steps away from the from the exit <laughs> to the prison. <laughs> oh my god! It's like my cat, my cat. It's like Addie before she's trying to steal Evie's food, and like I stop her right before. One time I was having a dream where like I, I thought I couldn't breathe and then I woke up and guessed guess who was on my chest. And she Wait, even she likes, to, she likes to be on top of me oh so much gosh. that like I sleep on my side most of the time and she'll she'll like balance herself on like the side of my body that's ideal wow i'm so jealous wow i can't wait to be anyway yeah i had the she wasn't on top of my face she was on top of my (laughs) chest and she's so fat that like you know (laughs) (laughs) oh my god 
It's not our fault. Anyway, speaking we of, didn't overfeed speaking her. Of cats. He doesn't believe her about the cat. She, oh like, yeah, she's like, cat. oh sorry about the equipment. There was a cat, and he's like, what? A cat? And she's like, now he thinks I'm making up the cat. Like, wait, am I making up the cat? Did I hallucinate? Like, <laughs> successful gaslighting. It's a running gag. It's it is. A it's a running gag. gag, but also like it definitely like nearly successful gaslight at first. It's a running gag that quickly becomes a gaslight, but like for romantic <laughs> purposes. It's like romantic gaslight. Right. And then she's like, oh, maybe he forgot who I was. Like that'd be embarrassing, my nemesis, forgetting who I was. And I'm like, again, he's not your nemesis. Like he's a dude who didn't like you. That's not yeah. the same thing. However, he definitely – he's like, of course I remember you. And he's like, how's Tim? And she's like, that's a mean question, like thinking. Because she assumes that he knows that they broke up because they collaborate together, like on academic, like on papers and stuff. And also she's like, everyone knows. Like everyone at Pitt knew, like the, my lab mates, faculty members, janitors, the lady who manned the sandwich station at the cafeteria. Like they all knew before I did. So she assumes that like Levi knew too. And Levi's like – He's like, cool, um, but there's a dress code, so you're going to need to be a little more professional as he's like in his Houston Marathon t-shirt. And he's like, yeah, like you can't have hair and unnatural colors and like piercings, like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I really want to kick or punch him. No, what I really want to do is grab his chin and force him to stare at what he clearly considers my ugly, offensive face some more. And I'm like, wow, like – what a charged atmosphere. Like, what a, like oh it's, it's insane. <laughs> I would also like girl. to point out that this man, we have another Darcy reference. This man is constantly clenching his fist, clenching and releasing his fist he? when he's that. talking to her wow. all the time. Yeah. Ha- like every time they talk, his fist is clenching. Yeah. And I was like, it's the 2005 Darcy hand moment, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the moment that invented romance in cinema. <laughs> there was no romance in cinema before 2005 <laughs> yeah. Pride and Prejudice no. did the Darcy hand moment. No, it's true. It's fact. And you know, you know that was a reference from Allie Hazelwood. You know that oh, was a purpose. for sure. She knows. She just doesn't do anything half-ass. Um, and she does call him out. She's like, well, all your engineers were like literally in like cargo shorts. Like, okay. And he's like, he's like you're, she's just like, you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. And you didn't believe that this could be salvaged. You didn't believe it. All I have to say is. Yeah. Like, I understand there are explanations for the whole thing. But I'm like, I just like don't like – so in grad school, he was supposed to be like no, I'm talking mean, about this specific thing. No, 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 I understand. Which for to me was like here. the one thing that I was like, I can't imagine a way to like spin this. I, like I have a point here. So in grad school, like he was emotionally repressed or whatever because of his like terrible family or so. So, but like there are explanations for why he did what he did in grad school that mm-hmm. are like whatever. But. So I was like, okay, I understand him just not having the social awareness that, like, he's acting like a dick because of what, like, that it, like, seems like he's acting like a dick. But at this point, he has gone through several years of therapy. He's supposed to be emotionally aware. And I was like, surely, sir, surely you can figure out why that would be an asshole thing to say. Like, he just does. He continues being an asshole or, like, seemingly being an asshole. Yeah. And I know that B is an unreliable narrator, but I'm like, dude, you're in your 30s. You're like right. a mid thirty year old man. Have some self awareness, right? Like, right. come on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the grad school thing. Weirdly, had like two explanations, and they both felt like simultaneously un- redundant. Like to have two, but also like not enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, he does that. Yeah. <laughs> 
So next day, Levi is still not responding to her emails. She's like sh- – oh, she has like a very Darcy moment where she's like surprised that – she's like shocked that he's like a beloved boss. She's like, well, obviously yeah. he's like competent, but I, really everyone likes him. It's very like Elizabeth, Mr. Darcy. Lizzie Bennet Diaries is what it was specifically giving yeah. for me when she goes to, you know, Pemberley Inc. or whatever. <laughs> like, Pemberley Digital. You yeah. know, why is it always – it's never ink anymore. You don't hear ink very often. Really? Monsters Inc. Pem- whatever. So he's like Corp. Or I don't know. <laughs> Pem Corp. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's a beloved boss. He drives a truck. Their badges don't work. <laughs> Their badges, badges don't work. They can't work, get in. Which is like another thing. They still don't have equipment. Right. She compares Guy to because like guy has to let them in mm-hmm. she compares guy like in passing she's like oh he's kind of like my british cousin or something like and i was like and this british cousin never comes back but at this point i was like the hero of the next book you know because my mm-hmm. romance my, mo- my romance neurons were collect were connecting oh i didn't think that yeah but he's never mentioned again and no. i sincerely doubt that that was on purpose but i was like why why the british cousin like who is this british cousin that also led me to thinking like is this book taking place in the same universe as the love hypothesis like are they all part of academia oh for sure well because i was just like well because if the british cousin was the hero of the next book that this book would be connected to whatever her next book is like mm-hmm. it would the it would be universe. the same yeah. universe so i was like oh is the love hypothesis and i mean there's nothing that like says that it couldn't be and so i was like is it possible that we're gonna get like a b and levi adam and adam and olive like somehow like a double date yeah (laughs) like bonus novella or something like Allie hazelwood i only just realized b and lee i don't know maybe it'll be guy (laughs) rehabilitated guy no guy Guy was like no you would think no i have a lot to say about that because like it was very weird how like laissez-faire they were about that at the end i was like is this man I, they were like treason. they were like don't yeah they were like don't worry he'll be fired and i'm like okay but levi was also like once i've cooled down like i'll go talk to him don't worry like he's still my old no, one of my oldest like, friends i'm like what are you talking about it just what are you talking about i thought i was like is it gonna be revealed that like fucking <laughs> that like guy was the one house? who pushed peter off the cliff like <laughs> They're gonna be no. He is sorry about that. No, he was no, sorry about sorry that. What do you heard? Don't yeah, worry. No, no. Yeah. Okay, we're getting anyway, to. I just you. this ending, listener. This ending was just so <laughs> off the rails. I literally texted Rachel as I was listening, and I was like, "What the fuck is the ending of this book?" And I didn't dislike it, but I was just like, "And there was such an easy way to make it be like." sensical off the rails if you know what I mean yes so she's talking to guy she's like guy can I ask you something he's like a date no good because I prefer figs <laughs> I just enjoyed that that was a good good one guy um <laughs> he's very charismatic unfortunately yeah <laughs> and then they find out the reason they still don't have equipment is because someone hasn't signed off and obviously B is like it's Levi but it's Levi right. who hasn't signed off right and then B overhears like Rocio telling Levi about La Llorona, the famed feminist ghost. <laughs> and she's like, he can talk. He can talk. He can fly. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's cool with literally everyone else. This is yeah. when we find out the play dates thing. This is when we do the right, play dates yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, Levi has a child? Question right, mark, question mark? Right, because guys, he doesn't like, we babysit play dates together, right? And she thinks he's yeah. married, like, obviously, yeah. So Rosie's like, why do you, like, 
you and Levi have like beef, don't you? And B's like, well, there's no hiding it. It's so obvious. Like, yeah, we do. We <laughs> did. No, we did have a history. Rosie is like, Let oh, me you've twisted my arm. You stabbed Levi in the abdomen 69 times and left him for dead, only to be astonished to find him alive when you arrived in Houston. <laughs> she's like, he was never a fan of me. She nods and she finds Rosie the idea o. relatable. Yeah, she's great. I like, I mean, she's like a character. She's like, what? It- she's like Wednesday Adams. So Rosio's like, you know what you should do? You should ask at what would Marie do on Twitter? You know her? And B's like, ah, oh, what do I do? I play, don't play, don't know. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of her. I've heard of her. And Rosio's like, I figured because like you love she Marie almost Curie so much. Yeah, you like, have at least two pairs of socks. And B's like, I have 12 socks. Um, <laughs> Rosio's like, I tweet at her all the time. Like, and B's like, on your own account? Like, really? I don't remember. Like, she's like, no, I make burner accounts. I complain a lot about you, for instance. <laughs> like, your vegan lean cuisine smells like farts and i personally (laughs) the fact that b eats exclusively lean cuisine (laughs) i quite literally cannot think of something nastier than vegan lean cuisine with the exception of non-vegan lean cuisine (laughs) oh my god why why i feel like frozen food must have come must have gotten like We've come so far, I feel like, but maybe oh. not. Maybe not at all. I did get some leash waffles. I also feel like it's not even this. like – it's not even that's like, oh, she can like buy a bunch in bulk and it's like cheap because she doesn't right. get paid. But like I feel like lean cuisine is not – correct me if I'm wrong, listener. If you're a lean cuisine eater, connoisseur, is how – like on the affordability scale, I feel like lean oh, cuisine always seems like a fancier version of – Oh, I just always thought of it as like frozen a diet food, food. Of like microwave. Yes, oh. yes, but diet foods are usually more expensive. Oh, you know no? what? I just Googled lean cuisine. It does not look that bad. They got some good ravioli. <laughs> okay. I don't the know. The pictures, but in reality, what is it? coming up as like three fifty from Target, two sixty two from Walmart for one, uh-huh. which is pretty cheap as far as a meal right, goes. That's not bad for a no. meal, yeah. Right, like meatballs that's for like meatballs and sauce i bet the vegan one is more expensive even though really yeah. like, by all rights should be cheaper let me see yeah vegan lean cuisine is like 429 but oh wait no these are like i don't think vegan lean cuisine exists because <laughs> all that comes up is like healthy choice power bowls oh no they do have it pita.org lean cuisine just added two new frozen vegan entrees great news thank you pita i don't know what they are but okay, right. so they, it does exist interesting it's not that expensive but like also, just weird. T- it's just a weird thing to be eating. It's just odd. If you're not, I mean, she can't cook. That's well established. No, for sure. But like, throughout why? The book. It's- so B is like, oh my gosh. Like, I wonder if B dislikes me enough to like purposely sabotage me. Like, his career is a lot more established. He can Levi probably take a hit more than I. Yeah, what did I say? Lee. He said B. His Lee's not. B thinks. Lee's I wonder if B dislikes me enough. And I was like, that's meta. That's getting very internal. Like, <laughs> related to the reason I just spent a week on TikTok since I don't have a functioning computer. And B's like, that night I Google whether I'm the age of onset for paranoid ideation. Shit, I am. Okay, no. If we're talking about schizophrenia, the most common age of onset is 18 to 25. I know this because I, you know, you pass that and you're like, whew, good. Like, of course, you can get it at any age, oh, but shit. like, Rachel, I got like two more months before I'm oh in the clear. <laughs> oh my God. And B is 28. So, like, I guess there's other, I guess there's other paranoid, like, disorders. No, I don't I'm know. I'm sure schizophrenia is not the only. So then B has a, like, a phone conversation with her shitty NIH boss, Trevor. Basically, he's like a sexist, shitty mm-hmm. pig. He also thinks they're building suits and not helmets. This is a <laughs> recurring thing. He never learns. And he's like, He's like, get your shit together, even though she has no equipment. He's basically just like, stop making excuses. And she's so she's stressed. 
She talks to Rika also and she's complaining about Levi. And Rika's like, as much as he dislikes you, it's hard to believe he's sabotaging you. Like that level of hatred requires so much effort and motivation. It's basically love. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Like, and Rika has a vague accent. I just don't – I don't know why. There but. was a lot – there was a lot that just – that that quote just reminded me like there are a lot of hating game parallels in this book. Not mm, to the extent where I was like, like oh, Ali's what yeah, copied. Yeah. But, but like the, you know, the opening of the hating game is like – True. Well, that's like a common hate thing Hate is though, very close like. to love. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. But, but I, I specifically mentioned the hating game because like the, the, the subplot with like – Levi's family was very much similar mm. to jo- to Josh in the hating game like but for some reason you know, okay I don't know okay see this is like I don't I still haven't like quite clocked how my brain works when it comes to gauging injustice because Levi's parents just felt like so they it really didn't rile me up because I was like they feel so like unrealistic but also they're like they're doing the favoritism based on something like both logical and like controlled like they like his brothers better because they chose the military right whereas which like you know is stupid like whatever don't do that but like at least it's something whereas with the hating game it's like josh was like doing everything trying to do everything his brother did his his dad was like i hate you like no matter what you do like i hate you it was just like it was not equal treatment you know it was not like yeah equal standards well i also think i also think like i don't know that levi's family was not as much a part of his like core wound like it really like it was like there mm-hmm. in the background but it really wasn't like, it was, like supposed as to prominent yeah. to the like as important to the plot as josh's yeah. family i mean the whole like the third act is josh's right, family right. like right. being the worst i think and i think yeah i think that's just we had so much to unpack with b that there just like wasn't room and i mean i think that's like a that's like a side effect of like having a first person POV yeah. romance like like whatever POV I honestly romance. like did not need that I'm totally fine without like a no it's fine injustice. but that's like, like yeah it's very much like he definitely that wasn't is okay. you don't have to worry about me su- he wasn't a super developed <laughs> yeah. hero and like that's not a crit it's just like yeah because we didn't get his head like he yeah. was like tall dark-haired hero green eyes obsessed with her from the get-go similar and also like very generous in bed you know what I mean well, like, like he was kind of a classic debatable. hero archetype yeah. Yeah, and it kind of it's 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 unfortunate because I feel like we should have stripped away that like air of like Severus Snape like mystery. I don't know if that's the right word. Like, not good, not in a good way, way. not in a good way. Um, Was Allie Hazelwood specter specterness? (laughs) Is this one? Was Allie Snape? Why are you using the past tense? Like, (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, B calls the equipment company to find out where equipment was, and she finds out that Levi canceled the order, and mm-hmm. she's like, fetcha, 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 fetcha. Annie would know what to do. Yeah, and then and then she wasn't, and then she finds out that she wasn't invited to a team meeting, and she corners Levi, and quote, Levi always has the same look in his eyes when he first sees me, a flash of panic. And she just like <laughs> goes, animal. yeah, she goes off. She's like, listen, like, I don't care. You can dislike me, but you're being so unprofessional. Like, Rosio and I are wasting our time. We we left like our jobs, our partners, like our families back in Maryland. And he's like, well, go home and visit your partner for a few days. And she's like, that's not the point. And then she like stab, tries to stab his chest and he like grabs her finger. Like, yes. I love this. She's- oh, he pokes her. Ch- she pokes his chest and he like grabs her hand. She goes hard. And I was like, oh. And it was, it was very much it was Darcy proposal scene Lizzie choose him out and then he has to like explain you know right right. and he's like she's like I'm gonna go to Boris your boss yeah and he's like you don't want to do that and he allegedly like like, there is no superior to her email 
<laughs> There's no such thing. I am superior. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, he has been applying, replying to her emails, and like she, he did invite her to the meeting, and like we don't find out until the very end, like why this was happening. Oh right, right. They, they keep passing off these things that I feel like they're like, oh, that was a glitch, like that's NASA. just a system glitch. Right. But it happens so many times that I'm just like, I feel like I would have gotten suspicious far sooner than these people get suspicious because right. like there's a lot of weird stuff that happens, and like my. I don't work for NASA, which presumably right, has a very right. state-of-the-art system. And, like, my system, the my work system that I use, like, it has glitches, but not, like, not to the extent where I never get email. Like, emails get caught in spam, and then I get right. a notification that they're in spam, like, a day later. But, like, I was like, I don't know. I feel like my, like, regular corporate system is not this glitchy. Why the fuck is NASA this glitchy? Why aren't you yeah. more suspicious of this? Oh, yeah, good point. And I don't understand. Like, why are you not more concerned? Like, period, point blank, full stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so weird. Because, like, later, like, documents disappear and shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, are getting so deleted and moved. She runs off. She, like, runs out, storms off to go talk to Boris, but she runs into Rocio on the way, and Rocio just took the GRE. So Rocio's, like, planning. She's, like, a research assistant right now. She's planning to apply to grad school, try to go to Johns Hopkins for neuroscience, and she just did, like, really bad on the GRE. Like, you find out your score right away on the GRE. So she did really bad. She's really upset. What? Well, I had a question. She wants to go to Johns Hopkins, but it was, like, specifically, like, yeah, neuroscience, but it was, like, med school. Like, she wants to go to med school to John Hopson. It's what? not just, like, a PhD. And I was, like, isn't that the MCAT, not the GRE? Well, I don't – I didn't hear med school at all. Are you sure it wasn't, like, medical imaging or something? No, something it was, like, like specifically she was, like, I want to go to Johns Hopkins for – the med- like I want to get mm, that's a not medical I... degree. I don't know. Maybe I miss her, but I was like, I don't. That's not the GRE. I don't know. I mean, I believe Allie Hazelwood knows a lot more about grad school admissions than mm. I do. Why would uh, Why would she know more than I do, Allison? No, but maybe it was just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. She knows more than me. I wasn't saying anything about you. Maybe I. Maybe I'm also biased because of the the was the 2004 classic movie, The Prince and Me. In which Julia Stiles' character wants to go to Johns Hopkins for med school. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yeah, she gets a she gets a, a bad so score. She, she gets distracted, sad. and Levi gets to Boris first, and she runs up and does you know what we might call some classic beeves dropping at this point. <laughs> and she hears him being like, "This situation is unsustainable. She cannot go on like this." And she's like, "Oh my god, he's gonna be shit talking me to his boss." And then Levi is like, "You need to make it possible for her to do her work." And she's like, "Oh, big surprise, Pikachu. He's advocating for me." Right, right. And it turns out like what's going on is that originally this was a NASA project and then they didn't get the full funding for it. So they were forced to like collaborate with NIH and NIH was like, sure, we'll do it, but we want to co-own the patent. And NASA was like, no, we want your money with no credit to you. So we will sabotage this and then just like get it moved to the next budget review. Which is yeah. like, oh my god! I just like it seems. It seems like something science? that definitely happens all the time. Oh, for sure, like science, science, academia shit. just seems like the worst place in the entire world. Like I'm so like people usually apply for <laughs> grants. Like there's this type of shit. Like this does not happen, as far as I know, in like the social sciences. Like that's just not. I mean, I'm sure there's like other <laughs> things, but like this is just like batshit yeah. insane. Um, <laughs> like just to waste like this. I don't know. 
And like what I can't get over is like people constantly being like, oh, we have to save the taxpayers money. But it's shit like this. <laughs> like I just don't understand how the rules work in the world. But yeah, so basically they they, like, they go outside and, you know, have a, a strongly worded conversation and basically Levi, you know, tells her what's going on. He's like, basically right. like they're, they're blocking you. Like it's not me. Like it's the higher ups. Like this is like politics shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, I understand this, but you still could have told her. And mm. like, why didn't you tell her instead of just being grumpy? Like, again, it's a whole like, I was like, why aren't you more like, I understand you're nervous around her, like whatever. But like, why aren't you more self-aware of what this looks like? Allison, he probably wasn't allowed to. Like, that's so obvious. Like, he's not allowed that this is his job. And he, like, you know, like he probably said, like, you're not allowed to just go spill the beans to an outsider. No, because later on, he's like, yeah, I should have told you. OK, why doesn't Boris tell her then? You know what I mean? Like anyone could have told her. Yeah, but they I all care about Bor- I don't care about Boris. Levi is the hero here. Levi is the only one that I have standards for in this situation. Like, I'm like Levi. You still should have fucking told her instead of trying to like I fix think, it behind her I back. Don't know. I think it could still be like, yeah, because he thought it would be better if he wasn't forced to like sort of betray his loyalty to you know whatever to like NASA. He's like, I ended up telling yeah. you anyway. I should have just told you to begin with. But like, the best case scenario from where he's standing ethics wise is probably just to like fix it without. Spilling the beans. I don't know. I mean, I'm making that up. But. What are ethics when it comes to your true love? <laughs> true, true. What are ethics? Yeah. There are no Here, secrets yeah. from your soulmate. <laughs> all right, yeah. Jacob Black. Yeah, all right, Stephanie oh Meyer. Yeah, but in this, in this, in this conversation, she also brings up how he hated her in grad school, right. and he's like surprised Pikachu yeah. face. He like doesn't. He understand. also like, like says her name for the first time here like ever yeah and she loves it yeah she's constantly yeah no because yeah she's never heard it before oh and this is when this is when i this was the darcy proposal elizabeth Mm. roasting scene like truly before it was just regular argument but i was like for me i was like i was like oh it comes in very early here because this is when he starts to like change for like how she sees him they're not arguing now yeah yeah right no they are arguing right now so she goes home She's depressed, TM. She talks to Schmack. We find out a little tidbit about how he won a Marie Curie bobblehead at the second grade science fair. And again, I just really feel like this whole, yeah, you got mail thing should have caused more drama. Whatever. Well, I'm kind of glad that it didn't. So I've seen it done well, but like in this case, I'm glad it wasn't because I don't know, like you've got mail is actually like super shitty. (laughs) Like Tom Hanks is the worst in that. (laughs) He's, He's like truly like... Like, he was, like, manipulating her left and right because he finds out way earlier on right, that right. Meg, who Meg Ryan is. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I was, like, I'm glad, like, she didn't lean into the you've got mail on because, like, if Levi was, like, Tom Hanks, that would have been it. <laughs> like, I would have been, like, listen, I can't. I don't care what your excuses are. Like, we're mm-hmm. done. Fair. She gets a call at 6 a.m. from Levi being, like, come here 7 a.m. ASAP and she's like I feel like he's trying to lure me to a secondary location to like traffic me (laughs) and then she gets there and she's like why is he so perky like I love that she considers 7 a.m. quote the middle of the night (laughs) like me too girl me too me too (laughs) and they're basically like Levi's like basically like just go with it just go with it whatever and he's like Boris there's a competing company Magtech making like the same thing as us and this is when we get the whole like the first time we get the whole like they sell to armed forces and militias whoever can pay like as if NASA doesn't like really trying to get the moral high ground like why don't they just admit to wanting to do it because of competitiveness because they already like have that established 
And Levi found this out through some, quote, light industrial espionage. And we never find out, like, what that is. No. No, we never find out. Yeah, he, like, slaps down the blueprints and he was like, we can't push this off. Like, we have to do it now. And then he tells her, he's like, there is no neuroscientist I would rather work on this project with. And I was like, why don't you just say you love her already, you dummy? And, yeah, he's like, yeah, we have to stop. We have to stop these baddies. Yeah. And at this point, so I was like, oh. There's going to be some right. like espionage guy going on. Like I was like, guy is if yes. guy's the villain, like guy's going to yes. have been selling government secrets. Right. Exactly. He should have. Been we don't know whether guy. that's true or not. No. It's not ruled out, but it's never confirmed. It's just <laughs> stupid. It's like that. It could have tied it. You could have kept all the same motivations he still actually has in the book, but added the spy layer, and it would have like for some reason it would have been even more insane. But like the insanity would have had more. Yes, cohesion. it would have made. Yeah. It would have made sense. Like I don't know. Like I don't he's know getting paid you. a lot. Like maybe he has right. to pay a lot of alimony in his divorce. No, like, no, no. He could have had the same fucking motivations, Allison, to yeah. become a double agent. Like he's mad. He's bitter. Yeah. They they nab him. He goes double agent like yeah i don't i don't understand it's neither confirmed or denied right and like the reason and it would make sense why he would like sabotage b personally just like add on he's like you know extra motivation and what i okay the last thing i will leave off on is that during this spy conversation b notices quote a tuft of fur on levi's sleeve and she's like does (laughs) he have a pet he looks like a dog person and on that suspenseful note (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Does he have a cat? Does he have a dog? Is it a chinchilla? Is it a hairy lizard? Tune in next week. (laughs) Is it a hairy lizard? I don't know. Tune in next week to find out. Tune in next week to find out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, well, just to wrap up, the Boris is like, this changes everything. And so he's like, I'll go to the higher ups. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in next week for the cat reveal at slash potentially cat scale. Um, But I don't know. I have a lot of notes. I have a lot of notes. I'm less than halfway for sure. I I would just like to send out a formal apology yeah. to our listeners for this streak of multi-episode yeah. book. Like we're really gonna try. We've been very garrulous. Like we've just been very chatty McGee's over here. Like I just want to give out a formal apology. Like we're mm. really gonna make an effort to have that not be the case for the majority of episodes <laughs> going really know forward. What an effort will consist of. But yeah, I don't really know what to change. Like, I feel like manifest, I haven't really changed the way. Yeah, no. I'm trying to manifest it. That's for sure. I'll give you that. Anyway, I apologize. Yeah, I'll light some candles, like, pray to the cat god. You know, I'll get my cats to speak to their goddess. Like, we'll try to work something out. All right, anyway, where can they find us, Rachel? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at We Read It One Night. You can find us on Twitter at We've Read It Podcast. You can find our merch on Redbubble at We've Read It One Night. You can no, email we us. We've Read It Podcast. Oh, we Read It Podcast. Sorry. You can email us. We Read It One Night at gmail.com. I will say that having to say all of that has only recently gotten slightly less stressful. I don't, I do not know how you expected me to just like be able to rattle all of that off initially. Like that was so stressful. <laughs> um but anyway one year almost one year in here we are is it really oh my gosh that's crazy our one year is november oh that's insane time flies anyway yeah connect with us give us a five stars wherever you're listening if it has a rating system particularly apple Podcasts and spotify and give us a review particularly on apple podcasts if it's possible if you would like to reference this book guess what kind of animal 
Levi has wrong answers only. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Guess fair. what? What? What is the most animal, absurd animal? Is it a giraffe? <laughs> Send us your listener suggestions. Don't forget to organize if you would like to really push one listener suggestion. <laughs> True, like true. Yeah, get together, get the team together. Um, All right. And, and tune note. in. Yeah, we're getting the band back together. <laughs> and tune in for part two next right. week. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. Godspeed.